The question arises, how important is the body in the realization of the Supreme? There are different answers to this question. Without a healthy body and a healthy mind, the focus of concentration and the ability of transcendence becomes more difficult. It is a great blessing in human life that you have given a healthy body, a healthy mind, and a positive upbringing so that you are not suffering physically or mentally other than the natural aches and pains of life as life goes on and the illnesses that arise. But it is because the body is able to do sadhana and the mind is able to do sadhana that you are able to realize the unitary wholeness of being. There are many in this world whose lives consist only of struggle just for food, clothing, and the shelter, the basics of life. And there are those whose minds are so disturbed they could not focus on the divine. Because you have these gifts, you are able to use the, the capacities of body and mind to realize <clears throat> the your humanity, the depths of your humanity, and there find your connection to the truth of your own being, the divine source of all that is. It is the speciality of human beings to be able to reflect upon their own existence, to ask, who am I? What is this life of mine? This ability of self-reflection is what sets human beings apart from the animal kingdom. It is not necessarily walking upon two legs or having an opposable thumb, though those naturally come with the increase of intelligence, dexterity, and upright position are often there, regardless of the planet or type of life forms, but not necessarily. What is present is the ability of self-reflection, the ability to ask who you are, what your life is, the ability to inquire. That is the speciality of human beings. The rational mind develops to a certain point and then its acuity is vast. But if that mind is not developed to the point of reflecting upon its own nature, if it is merely for the uh, execution of survival, then it lacks humanity. And there are those in the forms of human beings that lead animal lives. They do not access their humanity. That special 
quality of internal self-reflection allows for you to access deeper states of your own being. It allows for you to make good choices and bad choices. Human beings have the special privilege of being able to make truly bad choices, consciously, intentionally. There are two opposing forces in human life. Fear, which drives you forward to survive physically, mentally, even spiritually, and love, which brings you to the depths of harmony, allows you to be connected to all beings, to love your dear ones who are near to you, to love the animals, to love the plants, to love all living beings, to love the earth. Love is a great and powerful force, more powerful than fear, more effective than fear. Fear has its place. It is part of the animal instincts that allow you in a body to survive and much of human behavior is governed by fear. Fear that brings a need for safety, a need for food, shelter, clothing, a need for loved ones, a need for power, safety, prestige, that others will admire you. All these basic needs are governed by fear of loss, fear of not surviving mentally, not surviving physically. These fears drive human behavior, but human behavior has another motivation as well, and that is love. You can be governed by fear. You may not feel fear. You may simply feel a driving need. Think in your actions. Are they dominated by fear? Is that the motivation? Or is it love? These are the two prominent motivating forces. Anger is merely fear in defensive mode. Life can be governed by fear or it can be governed by love. When love governs your life, you act not because you need something in order to survive physically or mentally, but you act out of compassion, out of a feeling of connectedness, a feeling of love for life, for living beings around you, for yourself, for all of life. You begin to see life not as a struggle with an enemy, but rather an opportunity to be connected, to be in love with others with the plants, with the animals, with the sunshine, with the beauty of this world. Love is a great force. It is stronger than fear. Fear is what causes grasping for power.
for prestige, for all the securities of life. But love brings you into a feeling of abundance, that there is always love all around you, within you, that you are surrounded by people who love you, even the strangers on the street. If you live in love, if you dedicate yourself to living in love, in loving kindness, in compassion, in the love that abounds between all beings, then everyone is your friend. And even those who are your, who would be your enemies, who dislike you, who take offense to you, who try to smash you down, even those ones, you feel the love for them and you know that their hearts are good. Even those who would harm humanity, you realize it is pain and fear which drives them and you have a deep love for their being, though you do not approve of their action though you may take action to stop the harm they are doing, still it is out of love, not fear. If you fear the actions they are doing and you take your action to stop that which you fear, then again you are acting out of fear. And the result will be different than if you act out of love to stop misguided action. Ask yourself as you go through your day, are you living in love or in fear? Is a particular action the result of your fear or your love? That which binds all living beings is a love that has no boundaries, that is unconditional. This is the grace of the infinite. This is the grace of the one that has danced in the form of many. That grace in human life is love. That grace binds you the one. As you walk more and more in love for all beings, you begin to walk in the footsteps of your Divine Father, your Divine Mother, that one who is the source of all. For that one has only one motivation, that all beings should return to that eternal source, <coughs> that love unbound and unconditional. Take the hearts and minds of living beings and bring them back to their true nature, away from the pain of separation the loneliness of duality, to the deep love which binds all beings.
which is of the nature of the one. That one is your source. That one is your own. Love has another name. It is peace. Peace with peace. Stillness, which is the essence of love. It is also known as truth. The reality of being. What is this consciousness that lives in your body and in your mind, that is aware of all that you do, that even knows your eye feeling, it knows your sense of personal existence? What is this aware intelligence? What is its nature? The Atman, the aware intelligence that knows your existence is no different than the Paramatma. That self-aware consciousness that permeates all creation. If there were no knower, no aware consciousness to perceive, there would be no existence. All lies within the preview of the knower, of the one self-aware being. And what is that self-aware being? That is the love which never ends. That is the love which always is, a unitary wholeness of being in which all of creation hangs on the cords of eternal being are strung the echoes of creation within the mind of the infinite, within the heart of the eternal. When you meditate, you may think you are concentrating on eternal being, on the one. But is it not instead that you are not going within, but you are within eternal being? You are within that unconditioned love. You are within all of it. Eternal being is your nature. But it is the nature of all that is. When you live in love, when you live your life out of love for all that is, do you not begin to recognize that all that surrounds you is eternal being, that you are not separate. You are composed. The very cells of your body are composed of the infinite one. The very thoughts in your mind, be they bright or dark, are composed of the infinite one. There is no thought you can think. There is no action you can do that is outside of that one. What are you but a dance of the great dancer, a dream 
in the mind of the great dreamer. You do not meditate, concentrate on the one. That one is. And in the dance, dances out of the dream in the form that you have thought yourself to be. You allow, surrender, let go. That infinite one does not ask your permission. That infinite one does not distinguish I and thou. That infinite one is the heart of you, the core of you, and is every cell in your body, every thought, all. And when you recognize this, there is a love that binds in the inherent nature of being. You are unconditionally loved, and there is in reality no separation. It is the illusion of creative being. The truth abides always when you feel it and when you don't. It remains the truth. Allow yourself to believe in that truth to bring your mind in surrender to that one, to give way the construct, the posturing, the efforts, and let the infinite be in you. Give your body, give your mind to that infinite source of love, that infinite divinity which abides everywhere. All things are but the forms of the one, dancing the dream of creation. Let that one be in you. Surrender the belief in yourself. Can you do that? Can you let go of that belief? Let go. Just give it up. Feel the beloved is in you, and not only in you, but around you in the dance of creation. This realization isn't some high evolved state for some grand yogi that lives on the top of a great mountain. It is for you here, now. Let go of the belief that there is a separate you. So feel the infinite one. The grace of that love permeate you, permeate your being, surrender your beliefs, your construct, your ego self. It's not hard, just let it go. Lord, I am yours, drop it, drop the self and let the self, let the beloved of your heart have all that you are. Walk in. His footsteps, her footsteps, walk in the footsteps of the one. It is a state of humility, of love so great. Lord, I want nothing for myself. All that I have belongs to you. 
this is the state there is no other no excuse not to do it and do it now forget all the ages of having to wait purify everything to be perfect simply give to that surrender all let go of all that you have held to as you offer it at the lotus feet of the infinite truly offer let it go let that one be your sublime you exist within the dream of this one you are the creation of your beloved the beloved is not the creation of you it's the other way around you are the creation of the beloved everything about you is made of that one all right